Hello, welcome to the Python Fu Masters podcast with Master Hun. This is episode 7, and the title for this episode is Coding is Not a Magic Wand. First, going to start off with uh, some uh, maybe misconceptions or misunderstandings of what uh, coding is and is not. Uh, HTML, CSS, JavaScript. One of these things is not like the others. Can you guess which one? It's JavaScript. JavaScript is a programming language. HTML and CSS are not programming languages. HTML stands for Hypertext Markup Language, and CSS stands for Cascading Style Sheets. HTML <clears throat> helps to form the structure of web pages. CSS makes it look pretty, and then JavaScript, the programming language, uh, makes the web pages actually do things for you, behaviors or actions. HTML and CSS by themselves, they cannot perform any actions. They can't, you can't make a game just with each HTML and CSS. You can't make HTML and CSS do any calculations for you. But once you combine HTML and CSS and JavaScript, then you get web pages that can not only, uh, not only look pretty, but can actually do things. Again, JavaScript is a programming language. HTML and CSS are not programming languages. Okay, hopefully that is hopefully that is clear. Now, next thing that a lot of people get confused about is Java and JavaScript. Probably a really bad example of naming. A good way to understand Java and JavaScript is to uh, think about car and carpet. Car and carpet both start with the word car, but car, but a carpet and a car are two different things. Same thing with Java and JavaScript. Java is a programming language and JavaScript is a programming language. They do share some similarities but they're not the same things, or even really related. Java is not JavaScript. JavaScript is not Java. But they are both programming languages. Not a very good example of naming. Very confusing to people. Okay, second, I want to talk about... Obviously, uh, you know, I, I, I've... Uh, spent 10 years in the IT industry. I have a Bachelor of Arts in Computer Science from Hunter College. So I am, uh, so I am, uh, I am, uh, I have a podcast that focuses on coding for kids. So obviously I'm biased. <laughs> so of course I believe all kids should have a chance to learn coding. I think a lot of I, uh, statistics say that uh, nine out of 10 parents want their kids to learn coding. Unfortunately, only one out of four public schools offer coding. But does that mean all kids should be coders 
once they become adults, even young adults or adults. No, of course not. All kids should have a chance to learn coding. Try it out. But not all kids should become professional coders. That's something, com that's something completely uh, different. So, so I hope I made that clear. A great way for uh, parents and their children to get started with coding um, is to start with the website code.org. C-O-D-E dot O-R-G. Again, that's C-O-D-E dot O-R-G, code.org. It's a great free online resource for K to 12. Has not only not only will you get not only will you learn computer science and coding, but it also has the ability for you to actually code in inside the web inside the website. Right now, uh, as of uh, the recording of this podcast, they have on um, a game lab, an app lab, and a web lab, which allows young uh, young coders to experiment with HTML, CSS, and JavaScript uh, for free. You create an account for free. Uh, has uh, has lessons, exercises, activities, online and offline. Uh, yeah, again, that's code.org. Please check it out. Again, it's free. <laughs> Doesn't cost you anything. Lastly, I want to have a talk about a t a code of which the top title of this episode, Coding is Not a Magic Wand. And I want to make that clear. I, I mean, obviously, again, I'm biased. I'm pro-coding. Like I said before, all kids should have a chance to learn coding. However, Coding can't guarantee your child or your children a secure future. And nothing can. I can honestly say that um, in the next five years, coding will be a hot job market for obviously for competent, experienced coders. Does that mean... Does that mean that if your kids learn coding now, that when they become adults or young adults, that that the job market for coding will still be hot? Probably. I don't know. Um, but the other thing you have to keep in mind, be realistic about, is that in the beginning, in the beginning, kids will learn very quickly and and uh, many adults are usually very impressed by how fast kids can progress in the beginning. The problem is, not only for kids, but also for adult learners also, is eventually you hit the wall. And what that means is that they, hit a, they get stuck. There's a point in their coding journey where they hit a wall. They feel like they're not either progressing or they can't climb over the wall. And then um, they feel they get sad. 
they feel there's no point into it. So they stop. Now, of course, the uh, adult learners and young, lear- young learners who persist are disciplined and keep practicing and keep learning. Most of them, they usually can, uh, I mean, most of them can usually get climb over the wall. And they can actually, they can actually confidently tell people that they are coders. They know how to code. They've done all these exercises, these drills, these projects. They've looked, uh, they've, they've written their own code. They've debugged it. They've tested it. They've shared it with, uh, with people. More than likely, most of them, you know, most of the projects I'll work on are not going to make them millionaires. But they can proudly say that they've worked on their own projects and they can point to it. They have a portfolio of projects. They can point to the work they've done and feel very proud and be confident in being able to go on job, job interviews and to be able to uh, become to be professional coders. So that is so that's the realistic aspect that I want to emphasize. All kids should learn how to code. They should have a chance to code. The harsh reality is most kids and even most adults will not actually become coders because they hit the wall and they get stuck and they can't climb over that wall. But again, I can honestly say that even if you're a child or if you're a young adult or an adult, if you learn coding and you don't become a professional coder, it's still, it's still, into, it's still to your benefit. It's still, it's still a huge plus. Knowing how, knowing, how, knowing some basic coding, even even if you, even if you are not a, even even if you are not a professional coder, or even even if you know your intention is not to become a professional coder, every in the in the modern high tech twenty first century that we live in. People who know how to code, even if it's just on a very basic fundamental level, that's a big plus. That's an advantage. Okay, just want to finish this podcast by letting you know that uh, I've already outlined the next episode, episode 8. And it's going to be all about free online coding resources. And I've picked out uh, three uh, online resources that are again free free online coding resources that can that will definitely help you to get started it will be great places to start on your coding adventure thank you very much thank you for listening to my podcast i wish you all the best bye bye